you should not listen to this with small children around. It may lead to trauma, and I cannot be held responsible for any therapy that may be needed. Listening discretion is advised. From day one, you fought for your life, and you blew everyone away. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. I'm Jesse. I'm Alicia. And we are. Changing the chances. I remembered to wait. I remembered to wait that time. Look at me learning. Who knew? Yep. (laughs) 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 Wow. Okay. (laughs) See how this is going. Anyways. So we have a fun topic this week. Yeah, it's a topic. By fun, I mean abs- absolutely not. It's not fun at all. But, you know, we do try to just be completely open, honest, and talk about everything in case you didn't realize. So sometimes it's not awesome. So today's subject is like trauma and what that entails and, you know, outside of all the things that happened right off the bat Mm. for Piper and just all the little things that can be triggers and even the new traumas, you know, like the, her last big seizures and stuff like that. Just things that she deals with on a regular basis, which can actually be kind of triggering, at least for me, like some things I'm just like, yeah, get kind of will get me going mm-hmm. sometimes, not every time, sometimes. So I want to say, first of all, I did no research for this episode. So am I bound to screw something up? Uh, 100%. So all you people who know like the exact <laughs> definitions of these words and I'm sorry, I apologize right now. <laughs> Second of all, super funny that we're talking about like triggers, like you said, and trauma, because I don't like using either of those words. I I believe. Why? (laughs) Why? I know. Weird, right? I don't know. I, as crazy as it sounds. Because they're both real. Yes. Yes. 100%. That's not totally. Yes. I'm like, you've you've lived with me long enough to know that I've had. I have triggers. I, it's so weird because on no planet do I like using them in association with me because I almost feel like I shouldn't be able to use them. I don't know why. I don't have an answer for that. Yeah, okay. But I don't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, I don't know. And that's not to say that I don't have either of those things necessarily those just aren't the specific words i would ever use to describe (laughs) so what what would you describe what what word would you use instead of trauma because you you dealt with some so Uh, (laughs) well it you know if i was talking to somebody or anything i'd probably just say i don't know something like yeah i mean 
there's been things in life that have happened that aren't great or like (laughs) bad things have happened, but I mean, life isn't all sunshine and rainbows. And again, this is not like, I would never put that on somebody else. Would you you consider, would you consider yourself to have any kind of PTSD from things that we have? See, again, I would never use those words to describe anything. Doesn't mean I don't have it or experience it. Sounds like denial. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because again, I think, and especially like that word, like PTSD, uh, for a very long time, you only ever heard that in one instance. And that was like soldiers, like who've seen war and stuff, which yes. But I mean, honestly, all I mean, you know, post-traumatic disorder. uh, Yeah. Oh, no, no, for sure. Um. And I definitely think I'm not gonna I'm not gonna diagnose myself and say I have it or don't have it. But there are instances where I'm like, oh, that yeah, that might be a thing. Like, okay, so I can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or didn't talk about it, but I'm gonna talk about it now. First, certain. So over the holiday weekend, and by holiday weekend, I mean. July 24th, which is only a holiday in Utah. FYI, for anybody, if you're not in Utah, it's not a holiday. Yeah, <laughs> um, only like, in Utah. Is it's, it's like a Pi- state holiday. It is. It's a state holiday. Anyways, but we found a sore on Piper's toe, in between her toes. It was very crazy and vicious looking, and I ended up taking her to the emergency room. Only because, again, it was a holiday here in Utah, and I couldn't take her to see like a pediatrician. The whole point of the story is I had to take her to the emergency room to get it looked at because it was very wicked and scary looking for something I've never seen before. Well, to have gone to bed and not uh, have it and then to wake up and to have an a massive hole, like yeah. <laughs> hole in your toe. I think, yeah. I think she got bit by like a hobo spider or a bramacle. So I don't know, but it was horrible. Listen, I understand that what she was experiencing was not an emergency. Wholeheartedly. I get that. I understand that she probably was going to be completely fine. I just needed a doctor to tell me what to do to have helped the situation. Okay. Like I'm, I was, it's fine. Everything was fine. Till I got in the car to drive there. Again, mentally in my head, I'm like, everything is like, she's fine. But I'm like bawling the whole way to the hospital for no reason. You think for no reason. I know. I see. Well, and that's what I'm saying. That's one of those moments where you're like, well, there's probably like. There's just an underlining issue there. A reason. But even though like I can sit there and tell myself the whole time, like it's it, we're just going to sit there and be bored for four hours and we're going to come home and it's not going to be a big deal. But I don't know if it's just I was, the drive or I was like. A little freaked out when you sent me the picture because I, I totally thought she got bit by a spider or something because that's what it looked like it and it maybe we really don't know but they did the exact same thing as far as treating her for any of the things they thought it possibly could have been like pressure sore or maybe she did get bit by a spider the treatment was all yeah, the it same was all the same yeah and again it wasn't a huge deal but something about the drive i i don't know who knows I'm not a therapist. I have no idea. I have no answers for that. But I definitely think that is one of those examples where there's clearly something. That was a that was a little bit of a trigger for me because it was like, well, is she destined to just lose a fucking toe? <laughs> 
you guys remember the very beginning of her journey into life? The first, what, two weeks of life, she almost lost a toe. Within the first month, I think, yeah. The first two weeks. Because it was at the first hospital, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, they had to put, like, a she had, line She had an art line in, and it went yeah. bad, so it blocked the blood from her toes, and they went black. Um, and not just, like, oh, they're black. No, they were, like, black people. Like, the real color... The real color black. Black. Okay, not purple, like black. Uh, yeah, so. Because they were not getting blood yeah. from a So they artery. were dying. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yep, that's why I was like, gosh. Oh, I, I didn't even <laughs> go there. And the fact is, is it was her pinky toe. So in my head, I was like, even if she lost a toe, it was just her pinky toe. Which sounds like the most ridiculous like thing ever. Like, you don't care about your kid's toe. Of course I care about my kid's toe. But of all the things she's been through in her entire life, like, that's on the bottom of the list of the things I'm worried about. is <laughs> like her pinky toe. Well, so. I, just, I don't. No. I don't want anything. Like, oh, well, agreed. Agreed. If I could just, she could just not have any more physical ailments, ailments yeah. ever i don't know yeah that would be great so what are some of your triggers other than the toe <sighs> because you would probably call them triggers so i can ask you that so <laughs> I don't know. either you're trying to figure out how to word this i'm not sure this look on your face any any time she kind of gets sick yeah, whenever she, whenever she gets sick, and especially like when she's throwing up and having a fever and doing all of these things, and it just and seeing how hard it is on her, like especially throwing up. Throwing up is such a hard thing for Piper. Like it it stops her from breathing. Like it, we have to help support her head and position her body and like all these things like and it's a bit of a trigger because it's like she she can't even just like get sick like yeah like what the common cold would be to somebody else is way harder on her than you think it ever should be yeah yeah yeah, i get you you know like just knowing that i wouldn't say it's really a trigger but it, it just makes me think like that like when we went up to the lake that she couldn't she couldn't just like you know run around and do her own thing you know like like a typical nine-year-old would do and you know like really get to enjoy herself and i mean i know she still had a good time i had a good time it seemed like everybody had a good time but yeah you know she's great it's just you know things like that that we do that like we have to find parks and hikes and that have trails that are ADA approved. Yeah. And oh, yeah, yeah. Accessible and you know like we it, just, just little things, you know, they probably shouldn't be triggers. It just kind of will either I wouldn't say like upset me or make me sad, but it definitely makes me think of like all the stuff she's already been through mm-hmm. all the stuff that we've been through yeah um but yeah no when when she's like sick and she's having a rough go that's definitely a hard trigger for sure no i get that i think that um puts you very much into like fight or flight mode 
when she's sick. Because mm-hmm. you're always on your toes thinking, what is this going to be? But yeah, so when she gets sick, I think it definitely puts you into f- like fight or flight type mode because you're always on your toes wondering, like, are we going to turn a corner and get better or are we going to turn a corner and have to go to the yeah. hospital? So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's definitely. Yeah. Really uh, on make shells because it's like, is, is this going to get mm-hmm. to a point to where it's going to turn into a hospital stay? Yeah. Because you, we all love a, a hospital stay. Yeah, it's my favorite. It's, it's so much. It's like fun. a vacation. So many activities. And so many activities. Yeah. All the new friends. You know, like I said, the only upside of the hospital for me is I don't have to cook. So I'm going to take the win where I can get it. (laughs) (laughs) going to find that silver lining. I am. Everything else is (laughs) awful. Um, But uh, yeah, I I don't have to cook. So yay me. Something that comes with being sick is no sleep. So. Well, I feel like that's just. Unfortunately more so for you than me i may not sleep well but you i get up and go to work so you get up with piper like throughout the week and stuff so it has been hard going sleep wise like you like i said even mm-hmm. when i have a rough night and i'm like still just tossing turning tossing turning yeah it almost feels like those it's it's crazy because it's like those nights that i can't sleep or whatever she sleeps like a rock <laughs> And you get to sleep, and you're out <laughs> like a rock. Yay, me. But, you know, then the night set, I'm sleeping, but I'm not feeling rested. You're like, oh, yeah, she got up like three times last night. And then she got up at 5 o'clock and decided to just stay up all, you know. It's like, I, oh, my gosh, man. And, but then you know when she's not feeling good. Because then she will just like nap in the middle of the day, you know, whatever. She I mean, naps. Yeah. She's never, sleep has never been like she can sleep through the night, but honestly, Piper can go 36 hours on like two hours of sleep. I don't, uh, I don't yeah, understand. this girl can just stay awake oh, forever. My gosh, man. I'm like, what, what is wrong with you? How are you doing this? It's she's like, my brain, my brain is wrong with me, no. doesn't allow me to sleep. No. You know, and that's crazy because, again, it comes back to this thing where people are like, there are seasons of life. There are phases like, you know, when people bring home newborns and they don't sleep and they're like, it's fine. It's a season. It'll pass. They'll grow out of it. It's not. It's not for us. We live it every day. She's nine years old and sleep is still a battle. And that's not her fault. It's nobody's fault. It is just a part of who she is and a part of our lives now. So very much so, you know. I think, you know, lots of families in our situation. So you, like you were talking about, there's medical trauma that comes with it. And that's, you know, multiple hospitalizations, multiple procedures, all the stuff. Yeah. And, you know, the really hard thing is, is trying to process and get through something when they just keep coming. Yeah. Because that's, again, that is our life. That's how we live. They they don't stop. It's not, this happened one time and now I have to process and get through it. It's like, this happened this one time and there will be other things that follow continuously. And then oh, yeah. something big will help it happen again, probably. I mean, yeah, her her biggest thing lately is, has been her SDR surgery, which amazingly went beautifully. 
it, mm-hmm. it, it was just awesome. It's been great. Mm-hmm. We've had great results and everything. But I mean, her hospital stays have never been planned outside of that. It's always something going sideways. Yeah. And it's like an oh, emergency, basically. We're, we're here for three days to three weeks to a yeah. month. It's, yeah. you know, it gets hard and it sucks. And you're still trying to cope with that. And then, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, and there's, unfortunately, there's no time frame. You know, I know a lot of people are like, oh, just, you know, get over it, move on, whatever. But it, you're, you're just, it always feels like you're constantly trying to deal with something. Yeah. Like, on an emotional level. Yeah. Like this, you know, it, at least for me. No, I, mean, I got I, that I'm for sure, sure yeah. Other families that are, you know, maybe they're rocks, man, and they, they I... it's just whatever. It's no big deal to them. But, you know, it's very, very upsetting for me when mm-hmm. you guys have an extended hospital stay because I miss you both so yeah. much. Like, fucking house gets lonely and shit. Mm-hmm. I go and just die pretty much at work, and then I come home, and it's like, yeah, the animals are here, but it's, it, it's totally different. Knowing that. that you girls are up at the hospital and she's having a hard time and you're not, you know, you're not having any fun at all either. And it just, it sucks. It it definitely wears, Mm -hmm. you know, so. Yeah. You know, the thing that I, I don't want to say I don't address, but like, I don't know how to address or if I should, I don't know. So, you know, Piper is Mm nonverbal if we've been around. Yeah. So people who are actually experiencing all these things have medical trauma <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know because Piper can't tell me. Well, exactly. Like she. And you know, I do know there's things that she, that she doesn't like. Like bad dreams or, you know, some nights it's just. Or even anxious. Like yeah. I have definitely stopped telling Piper. When we're going to the doctors before we're actually going. Because I do think if I like tell her the day before, she doesn't sleep well. So that must be playing into something that makes her anxious. I can imagine because she's very smart. She understands what going to the doctor means. Yeah. And usually means she's going to get poked and prodded and messed with and... All these other things, and unless it's just like a normal checkup, but yeah, but even trying to explain the difference to her is I don't know that she understands the difference. Like, hey, we're just going to talk, it's not a big deal, but it's a doctor, and she's it's like, a big yeah, deal. They always want to poke me and mess with me, and yeah, um, so I mean, it, it could definitely, definitely play a factor because I mean, she's had a dozen surgeries and yeah, twice as many. But yeah, I mean, I can only imagine what kind of, you know, patient trauma that you have constantly having to be intubated and having surgeries and, you know, having to be dealing with nurses. Like, I I can't even imagine that. Like, and I've always kind of wondered that, too. Like, I would never want to ask like an older child that's dealing with like leukemia or something like, Hey, how do you deal with your trauma? Like, you know, like un- ungodly rude rudeness right there. Well, but like it's caught 
to constantly be going in and being poked and prodded and dealing with doctors and like yeah it's got to wear on you yeah no it definitely does and you know i've talked to other parents and their kids and they definitely have that they definitely have medical trauma i know that there are people who um have talked to doctors and gotten like medications to give like like anti-anxiety meds i, yeah. I assume i don't know the specifics well, I'm, I'm sure for the anxiety for some of like, those patients are through the roof. Yeah. So like before a doctor's appointment, they give them like an anti-anxiety medication to help calm their nerves because yeah. they can't, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. And I'm, I'm, I don't know anybody. I don't think I know anybody personally, but you know, whose children probably see a therapist to work through all that stuff because it's a lot to ask of a child. If it's a lot for you as an adult and somebody well, who's not exactly. even experiencing it, like... For a child, it's got to be... Well, you know, especially if you're, you know, luckily for us, it's just pee. You know, we don't have to worry about siblings and yeah. stuff like that. I think but, that's an um, added layer yeah, of that's, stuff. That, that's yeah, that's another whole other thing because it's like you're trying to be considerate of her concerns, especially, you know, in Piper's case, being nonverbal and stuff. But if she had siblings mm -hmm. that, you know, that trauma's got to affect them as well. Well, yeah, because if they live here and they're a part of it, exactly, they're a part of it. It's affecting them firsthand. They 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 have to live yeah. with it also, and you know, it it's going to be different than hers, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, it's it, all different. You, you, well, it's just exactly. yeah. it's all different. I mean, it it, but it all does essentially the same thing. You know, I mean, it it's it's everyone's trauma is different, but yeah. Essentially, it's you're you're still experiencing trauma. Like everybody's kind of in the same boat with yeah, that. Yeah, gotcha. But, but yeah, I I don't know how these little kids just are always so upbeat about some of these. I mean, they could definitely teach the people of the world a thing yeah. or two. You know, like you see these kids that you know make a wish and yeah. stuff like that, and they're just so tough and strong, and mm -hmm. it's like. Just hearing your story, I'm mad and want to give up. <laughs> and you're just, oh, it's cool, you know. I mean, things happen. Wow, I'm like, see, that's all I'm, like, I'm saying. I'm though, like, like, like for you, and you're just like, nah, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, no big deal. And it's like, wow, like you're my hero. Kid. <laughs> like, holy shit. And you know, Piper is a very happy child. Yeah, she really is. I mean, she, unless she's not feeling good. She's always, you know, pretty mm -hmm. upbeat, yeah, easy going and stuff like that. So, I would like to think that she probably deals pretty well with all of the medical trauma, mm. probably better than we do. <laughs> but know. you know, I mean, it. I don't feel personally. I don't feel I've ever worked through any of it. Well, that I believe for sure. Any of it. Yeah, I've got all these little boxes buried in all these little you know spots inside <laughs> just shove it down up in there and move on to the next incident <laughs> whatever else needs to be you know tackled and boxed up and buried <laughs> i'm pretty sure you would tell me that's not healthy probably yeah so maybe you should take your own advice maybe it's not healthy seeing at this point some of the stuff it's like it's been so long. No, that doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it does. It doesn't. You carry it with you. It didn't just disappear. You didn't just resolve it, just so you know. Well, yeah, 
It's being recycled. You bury something. No, it's not how it works. Like, but that's you adorable. Like logic <laughs> you bury it. It's recycled. It's gone. You're good. It's not. No, recycled <laughs> means it comes back, and it is. It's just coming back as something new because you're not dealing with it properly. Just, just FYI. But something new and better. Uh, probably not. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Just saying. Yeah, well, I'll deal with it when you start dealing with yours. You know what? You have way more drama than I do, so shut up. (laughs) I don't want to agree to that. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm right or because you hate that I'm right? Both. (laughs) Both. Gotcha. Yeah, it's fair. One of those, just just shut up. Just mm. Shut up. Yeah. Do you want me to bully you into it? Is that? <laughs> Do I need to find a safe space now? <laughs> right now, like just just leave me alone. I need a safe space. You and Maxwell. Look at me. Pineapple. <laughs> I need an adult. <laughs> I need an adult that can be more adultier than yeah. I am. Need an adultier adult. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I think that, I mean. I mean, that's not all. I mean, if we d- took the time and, you know, yeah, but you guys are not our therapists, um, so it's fine. You don't have to know every little yeah. thing and try and yeah. fix us. But honestly, I would like to think that doing this has been very helpful and very therapeutic. Uh, I definitely, yes, it definitely has helped. Yeah, out there, put it in the world. That's what I was saying. Like, even you know, there are days where I'm having a bad day, and it's like nobody gets it, and then you come across another family. Yeah, that totally gets it because they're living it too, and it's like you're not alone. Yeah, but sometimes it it gets hard. You you just need like a lifeline or something every once in a while because it's like Mm -hmm. it can be very overwhelming. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see how people power, who power to the people that <laughs> you know that have multiple children, and amongst those multiple children might even have multiple disabilities. That yeah, multiple children that have multiple disabilities, and you know, well, we've got six kids, and two of them of which are you know have multiple disabilities. Wow, power to you, like. You guys are soldiers. <laughs> like, yeah. oh my gosh, man, I don't even know. Because some days it seems like a lot. Just oh yeah, some to, days are just like trying to keep up with P. Yeah. And yeah, you would think with someone who is you know nonverbal and uh, wheelchair bound and a hundred percent dependent on you to move her around and stuff that it wouldn't it wouldn't be hard. Oh no, she is just like a nine year old. She wants to be entertained. She it's hard want, in a different way. Yeah. You know, she's dependent on you. She can't, mm-hmm. you can't just tell her, you know, go play in your room or here, play with these toys or whatever. Like you have to entertain her because it is so not right to just here, let's park you in the corner and yeah. you can just lay here and be bored for your entire life. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Like that's horrible. In all fairness, every kid ever probably thinks that the ones who don't have boring lives. Probably. I'm so bored. I used to say that all the time until my mom started telling me. Here you go. Start cleaning. And then it was like, no, I'll just, no. Mm-mm. I stopped saying that. Yeah, it's brilliant. I can give you something to do. That's fine. I'll do 100%. Yeah. 
plenty of things to do. So. And by the way, I envy bored, okay? I like bored. No, I mean. In my age, <laughs> okay? I enjoy bored because that means everything must be going well if I have a chance to be boring. <laughs> get that 100%. So. I like it when things are boring and quiet. Like, I, I can get behind mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. So, uh, I think that's I think that's all we were going to really cover. Just kind of yeah, the cute you know, condensed version. Yeah, <laughs> touch base and yeah, on the on, words I don't use. Yeah, and how they affect us. Mm. Again, I would never put those on other people. I they are all very real, and I believe people experience them every day. One hundred. Very fascinating that you don't use those words and you don't think they apply to you. I didn't. I didn't. I. I don't know. Just saying. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, I guess it's just part of who I am. I don't know how it just feels so wrong. So what have you done to deal with them? Deal with what? Your whatever and whatever. I started this podcast. <laughs> And I cry a lot. I meditate. Yeah. I think that's important. Constantly, you know, listening to podcasts, reading the books, doing all the stuff to learn how to handle my unexpected emotions in a healthy way. I am doing work. Okay. Nobody's helping me. I'm doing it by myself, so I don't know how much it's helping, but you know, I enjoy what I'm doing, so. I guess that's all that really matters. If you feel like it's helping and you're enjoying it and getting something out of it. So, more right on. Yeah. Okay, guys. I think that's all we were going to cover today. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming back. We love y'all. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.